1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA, member FDIC.
0: Holy smokes! Wow. Wow! What a bounce back win that was for the Coyotes. Yeah,
2: I think Karkoni just got another goal. <laughs> I think it might be... I
0: think someone else just I'm got a Gordio hat trick. Wow. Oh my God. Thank you all so wow. much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes post-game show. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with PD. We got Craig calling in from mullet in a bit. We got Danielle behind the Mac. We have so much to freaking talk about today. This feels like the opposite vibe of the last post-game show we did. PD, normally I say I'm going to throw it to you, but... I'm going to do something that the DNVR Avalanche show does. What do they do? They spend the first minute of their post-game show doing a one-minute summary of the game. Okay. And I feel like we need to do that because like, there yeah, was fair. so much that happened. That's a good so idea. So we're going to uh, do a 60-second recap. <clears throat> 28 seconds into the game, Connor Bedard scores an amazing shot. I thought, oh, right no. On. Oh, no. Yep. This is not going to be good.
2: actually a really nice goal.
0: Less than two minutes later, later Michael Carcone scores on a Logan Cooley assist. Logan Cooley evens, evens the yeah, Even point yeah point. We're so good. We'll talk more about that in a bit. Great. Then Josh Brown, who we all know to be a noted goal scorer, sarcasm, um, gets on the board. Amazing setup from McBain and Kerfoot. Kerfoot gets his first point of the year.
2: Fantastic.
0: Then who, who else but Carcone for his second of the night from Krause and Bukestad from Minnesota. First That's all in the first, first period.
2: period. First period, four to one.
0: So then we get to the second period. Vibes are high. Michael Carconi. Three hat one. trick.
2: Three one. Hat trick.
0: Three one.
2: um That was four one.
0: Yeah. But Nobody threw a hat, hat. because didn't a hat? everyone didn't know who scored the goal. Was we Coney thought, we thought, we thought it might have been Cooley. It wasn't. Well, it was Carconi. He Carconi. gets, Coney. he get a hat, gets a hat trick, his first of his career, great or in the NHL. Great for him. Boyd gets the assist. Then you get to the second. You have McBain from Kerfoot and O'Brien. You have Sean Dursey from Carconi and Boyd because Carconi couldn't end at three goals. Could he not. had to get an assist. More. You have O'Brien assisted from McBain and Michelli, Which in the third period, that's a. Or sorry, the second period, that's a Gordie Howe hat trick for Liam O'Brien, who yeah. ends the night with a shiner on his eye. And then in the third period, top it off with an unreal goal from Jack McBain, from Alex Kerfoot again, who had three points tonight. Jack McBain, with his goal, gets the second Gordie Howe hat trick of the night. And I have a fun nugget later for that. You but do? That is the, like...
2: That's a, that's a lot.
0: That felt longer than and a minute. And good night, everybody. That felt Thanks way longer than in. a minute. That was, you know what, though? I felt like we had to do that. <laughs> but but I, I had to do
2: it for myself. We, and, and it's just I- ironic because we sat there and barely in our seats at the mullet, and that Connor Bedard goal is really nice. Yeah, like it was a, the, the kid that passed to him Korchinski. So Korchinski passed it right to Bedard. Combined, those two are 20 years younger than me. Combined, like the two of them added together <laughs> are 20 years younger. That Yikes. You know, that means you're old when you take the two players are 37 years old added together. A 19-year-old passed to an 18-year-old. I was really disappointed, and then you go, and, and you go, this could get out of hand. Yeah. Like uh oh, because because we were talking about it in the seats, like Ingram didn't look sharp to start the game. You are going, oh, okay, is he going to have one of those nights? That one that um, Donato puts right behind Ingram in the first period. And you go, oh, he wasn't even in the net. How did that not go in? And it easily could have gone the other way for Chicago early, and then just all of a sudden, it just it just snowballed, and it was did the horn just didn't get a break? And <laughs> the funniest was O'Brien scored, horn doesn't go. Yeah. Because the refs waving it off no goal. Then after three <laughs> minutes of talking about it, they decided it wasn't a kicking motion, it was a goal. Then the horn goes, and that's when O'Brien got L-
0: Literally his. my Step. my notes say O'Brien kicked it in, called off, but the Blackhawks changed their goalie. And then I wrote in all caps next line, but wait, goal yeah, is goal. good. <laughs> what a crazy game. What
2: a crazy game at the mall today.
0: Oh my God. Oh my god. I don't even know where to begin. Where do I, I we don't even begin either.
2: I I think you have to begin with Michael Cartoni.
0: Yeah. Um walking and talking the okay. walking and talking bump is real everyone it
2: is we talked about it last year and you like it took a bit remember keller we did it yeah it Took him a little bit to heat up like it's it's a thing now like if you get four points like days after walking and talking is on the air like it, it is now a thing and i would bet the next time we go to the practice, there will be some young men volunteering <laughs> to be on walking and talking, which is a good thing. Yeah, that Carconi was—you know what? He, he's he's got—we saw it. We saw it down in Tucson, his ability to, yeah. to put up numbers offensively. The kid's a talented kid, and what he did tonight is what he did in Tucson. He got to the net. That's what—of all the things that happened tonight, I know they didn't get a lot of shots on net. We'll get to the stats in a minute. The one thing that Coyotes did tonight that they haven't been doing— Um, is get to the net hard. And and I tell you what, McBain is a player that plays like that. Carcone plays like that. It's the guys that are getting to the net that are getting rewarded. O'Brien got to the net and gets rewarded. That was the brightest spot for me tonight is seeing the Coyotes driving the net. They are going to produce much more offense when they get to the blue paint. And it's funny because the players that play more, I don't want to say perimeter, but, but rely more on their shots from the outside are Schmaltz and Keller,
0: and they're not on the score sheet. Yeah, so weirdest part of the whole night for me, every single forward, every single forward had a point tonight except Keller, Schmaltz, and Hayden. What Crazy. the heck? Your top line. I mean, it's fine. Like it's not. You know, they didn't need it tonight necessarily. But when does that ever happen? Where Never. you have eight goals and not a single point on your top line? Yeah, not points. Not even a point. Not it's a point. unbelievably bizarre. You you have to imagine they're probably like so frustrated. And, and
2: honestly, there were just a f- there were a few moments in the first period where I thought that line looked they look good. They had some, they they're active in the offensive zone and had a couple of looks and on the power play, they looked, they looked okay. But, but I didn't felt like by any means that that line drive this team. And usually it does. And I guess that that's another thing that you can look to as a coyotes fan and go, okay, they're getting secondary scoring and that's good. Yes. So when nights, win when Keller and Schmaltz don't have it, well, well hopefully somebody else um, can.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, well, Let's. We're gonna go a little out of order because we you, we you need drive the we need to award Dog and Him right off the bat. Dog and him. Um, I think Dog. this is the most obvious Dog and Him of the season. Um, Who is that? It's Michael Car- It's, <laughs>
1: oh.
0: it's Michael, Carconi. Michael Carconi. He's got that desert dog in him. Three goals, one assist, a hat trick. His first hat trick of his NHL career. Absolutely unbelievable. There's now a four-way tie for most goals on this team, and he is one of them. Um, Sean Dersey is the other now with his other goal tonight. Um, Jack McBain is now the other one with That's his insane. two goals tonight. So he's got four? And Clayton Keller has four as well. So it's that a four-way is- tie. Four-way tie for first. For four. And who would have thought you got – like if I said to you – Four guys are tied for four we goals. One that. of them's Keller. Who would you say the yeah, other three it, are? It
2: wouldn't be Carcone, McBain, and
0: and Derzy. No. <laughs> wow. Crazy.
2: Wow, all in one night. It, it just changed and you got Carconed. You got Carconed. And if you know, you know. You just and got if you Carconed. You know the meme. You should know. Is that a meme? Is that what
0: It's a meme, that? Is Coyote's it a meme on Coyote Twitter. You just got Carconed.
2: You got Carconed.
0: I um like anywho.
2: I'm happy for him cuz he's a guy that works really hard. Yeah. And and
0: well, it's great to see what he did in the AHL translate because it, like earlier in, or in the summer, we thought, oh, he could be the extra forward. Like, where does he fit in? Um, and he's kind of made a name for himself in this lineup since he got in. He, you know, kind of got promoted to that third line. He's played on a line with Cooley, uh, obviously with injuries. They had to shuffle a lot, but You didn't really know what you were going to get from him. He's a little bit of a smaller player, um, and I think we're starting to see that offensive touch that he had in the American Hockey League. translate Yeah.
2: He he has really good hands, and he's got a nose for the net, and and he gets the puck to the net. The the one that ultimately gets the hat trick is, let's be honest, he flipped it from behind the net. It rolled off, hit the post, hit the goalie in the back, and goes in. But guess what? It counts. And I'm disappointed we didn't get to see hats at them all in. I but know. If they were hats, and somebody made a comment in the chat earlier, if there would have been hats on the ice for that Carcone hat trick, would they have been Blackhawk hats?
0: There were a lot of Blackhawks fans. Black and I did just see a comment like, that has to be the last time we allow that many visiting fans. I saw some comments in our Discord, too, that a lot of the Blackhawks fans, by people, were Coyote, Coyote season fans. ticket holders. Yeah.
2: And, and I've said this before. If... Because we, I think that's what the foundation of what PHNX is built on is we're trying to get that that generation, you know, the next generation of hockey fans and the next generation of baseball fans and Suns fans. I'm sorry, I grew up in Minnesota. So we, we didn't have, I wasn't a Phoenix sports fan. So I'm okay if you grew up in Chicago and Chicago Blackhawks are your team one night a year. Yeah. And the other 81, you're rooting for the Oats. I'm okay with that i really am and i know there's a lot of people that say no that's not you know it is that's what we're trying to build here so that guess what if if you move out of the phoenix area and and the coyotes come into the boston gardens put on your coyote jersey once a year yeah Uh, so i i'm okay with that and i know some people were frustrated um seeing all those bedard jerseys tonight i'm okay with it but it can't be like it was at gila river like gila river yeah it was every well
0: and they like the blackhawks fans they were ants in the beginning but when you score eight goals yeah. it's yeah. like we ha- we were st- exactly. we left in the third period and there was traffic getting out because every- all the blackhawks fans were <laughs> leaving
2: we can say that too so if everybody on montreal that's on thursday if you want to wear montreal jerseys and the score is 8-1 coyotes i don't
0: care. yeah right? hk
2: yeah wear yourself a lafleur sweater i don't care
0: all right. <laughs> well, let's get into the numbers of this one. Um, should be very interesting. Um, obviously, A1, final score, but the shots on goal were pretty even. 33 to 32 for the Coyotes. That just is a big yikes for the Blackhawks and their defense and goaltenders. Obviously, like I mentioned earlier, they made a goaltending change. Absolutely tough, tough t- night. Um, Soderblom ended the night with a six-eight-two 8 2 save percentage, um, which is just yikes. But um, Coyotes were one for four on the power play. Blackhawks just 0 for two, so they were able to stop Bedard in their power play. Um, Blackhawks actually were the better faceoff team tonight, but it didn't seem to matter. Um, but shot attempts, Blackhawks actually led the Coyotes 67 to 64 in shot attempts, but I think the, the Blackhawks are just a, not a very good team at all. We've talked about that before when we previewed the central and we can say that because the coyotes have been this team like two years ago this was the coyotes um and they got Connor bedard out of being bad so they're gonna have their really bad games coyotes have their really bad games the game the other night was awful um so yeah it, it just wasn't a very good team so i know i know this wasn't like a perfect game but it just feels because in the beginning of the game when it was just one one like Craig came over and he said you know this just doesn't feel like that bounce back game that we were all expecting and then it did
2: it didn't and if we were concerned because we, we we talked to Andre year over the weekend, and he's like, they were hard practices. They are supposed to get one of those two days off because there was fan fest. Yeah. Well, they didn't. They practiced both days. On Saturday, they practiced without taking shots on goalies, which means they got skated pretty hard on Saturday. Conversely, the Coyotes are practicing and in trouble. Conversely, Chicago... <laughs> Gets in Friday after a big win in Vegas. Crazy. Landing at 6.30 in the afternoon. Guess what? You're on Mill Avenue in Old Town on Friday night with no practice the next day. Uh-oh. Then, what do you do Saturday? You go to the SU football game. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, there were two different paths taken by those two clubs. And, and I think that really showed tonight. And I would put that. That's mullet magic to me. I mean, that is. Montreal Canadians are going to be here for three days. I've rumor is there's the World Series in town. And... I don't know if Montreal would like to try to go get sweet tickets. Let's see if we can hook that up and let's keep them out <laughs> late at night on Mill Avenue. Um, it, it makes a difference; it really does. And you can't just automatically turn a switch and go. I'm ready to play in Chicago. I know Bedard gets that goal, but after that, they they struggle to defend. It's a team that gives up a lot of goals. Shoulder you know, he's he's had a tough start to the season. Mrazik, when he's been in, he's been good, and he he was the goal that was in when beat Vegas. Um, this was a bad night for Chicago, and they're going to go home feeling very bad about this against the Central Division team for sure because it, the reality is it's not an 8-1 score. Like, it's not. It, it's 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 much more even than that.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, um, I mean, the county scored seven goals on 22 shots against Soderro. Yeah,
2: it's one every three. Yeah. Like, one every three shots was going in, and you're not going to get that – consistently in this league so take the win it's great it's a good feeling for this team to be able to leave it's a good feeling for me arena. sitting here <laughs> oh my goodness after the last two. after
0: the last show was so miserable and after the D-backs today
2: this show is considerably more fun today yeah <laughs> it so I, I tell is you, it was and I you know what that's the other th- we didn't have to watch the Diamondbacks like we love watching the Diamondbacks Daniel speak Look for yourself <laughs> Love watching the Diamondbacks, but but (laughs) I'm not feeling that pain and sorrow that I felt. I was
1: there, Petey. Oh,
2: you were there, so you feel pain and sorrow.
0: That's okay. We're we're bringing the vibes up in this show. Um, Caleb said every time the Yacht scored, a hot dog got its ketchup. Yes. Oh, somebody in the press box
2: came up to Craig this morning. It was
0: Mike Gold. If you're watching, that was Mike Gold. Yeah. Well, why didn't Mike Gold say hi?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Mike Gold came up with a hot dog with ketchup on it, and 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 taunted
0: Craig. So All he's right. sitting
2: right next to General Ortiz in the press box. Why didn't he see? Because he doesn't look like his little cartoon head that he's got on his Twitter handle. Yes, he does. <laughs> he does not look like that. <laughs> I didn't recognize it. Sorry. No, I feel bad, Mike.
0: No, it's fine. Um, all right, let's talk about Jack McBain because besides having a Gordie Howe hat trick tonight, it was his 100th career NHL game. So an absolutely special night for him because not only did he have the Gordie Howe hat trick, he had an extra goal to boot as well. Like I mentioned earlier, <laughs> bringing him into the lead or the tied for the lead in goals for the Coyotes as of right now. Um, and here's the crazy nugget, and this was shown on the TV. So thank you. I think it was Robin Leonio who took a picture of. Um, her TV and tweeted this. So here's the nugget that I told you not to, to read, and I, I saw it in the it. chat already. I but clearly you didn't read. No. This was the first time there were two Gordie Howe tricks in a game since February 3rd, 1988. Wow. Peter Ta- Taglianetti Tagli- and, yep. and Andrew McBain, father Shut of Jack McBain. The
2: front door. That is. That's not
0: true. Yes. <laughs>
2: That is phenomenal.
0: Isn't that insane?
2: That's insane.
0: What the hell? We
2: tweet, somebody's got a like, do we do it? It's, it's on, on
0: Twitter? Twitter. It's out there. It's Somebody out there. in the
2: comments brought it up. Yeah. I was some, like, ah, that doesn't sound
0: right. No, it's
2: true. So I didn't put it up, but yeah. No, it is. True. It's true. 1988.
0: 1988, Andrew and it Nate. was his dad. Like, you you can't script that.
2: You can't. That's a real thing. Unbelievable. That was the last one. He, he got two goals, two assists, plus four on. Ten minutes of ice. He played ten minutes. Unreal. The only player to play less time on ice than Jack McBain tonight was Liam O'Brien. How about that?
0: And he also had Liam a, O'Brien a had half.
2: one goal, one assist,
0: two points, plus, plus
2: four. four on nine minutes,
0: seven pims. <laughs> oh my That's Lord. That's incredible.
2: And, and again, good things happening to drive the net. And, and, and I know this team. We talked about their ability to get that secondary scoring and. That's what you need to have happen, and it wasn't the Kraus, Kraus, Micheli, Bukestad line. It was, it was the Cooley line, and it was, it was the McBain O'Brien line. So it's great to see there. You look for those little signs of things of positivity, and that's another one that they have secondary scoring from other people that can really help when other people are off. And and we're still waiting patiently for number ninety-two.
0: Yes, and we'll talk more about him when we Craig will? when Craig comes okay. on. Um, but. Let's read some super chats. The first one is from Altex, who said, "At least the yotes won on my birthday, birthday today." Birthday, Altex. Altex. Altex shares a birthday.
2: Fifteen. <laughs> Altex does he look young? Al,
0: he yes. Altex okay. shares a birthday with Lindsay Fry. That's so happy, true. Birthday, happy birthday, Altex and Altex. Lindsay Fry and Devin Booker's birthdays today is too. That true? So it's the trifecta you know of birthdays.
2: You know. stuff. You know. I don't know stuff.
0: So. Um, yeah, so at least the 8-1 score won on my birthday. Also, don't forget the 8-1 score, or don't let the 8-1 score distract you from the fact that Kerfee got three assists. Yes, Altex, oh, he absolutely right. did. In the his, Kerfoot sweater. His first three assists, first three points of the season.
2: Yeah. So pretty good night for him. And and Altex was sporting the Kerfoot juice. Yeah, that was for you, Altex. Altex. Kerfoot
0: said, you know what? It's well. Al- It's his birthday. Yeah. I have to. I heard that. Especially since Zach Cassian retired. And yeah. Your new favorite player really yep. had to step it up. Okay, now we have an $8 and one super chat for Charles, always with the creative numbers, eight, 8 to 1. Didn't know you could build a snowman in Tempe in, in October, but the Yotes sure it Took did. me a minute to get that. Did you get it? No. The 8 is a I thought that's what it was. See, I,
2: I didn't get it at first, but he's smarter than us, though. He's, <laughs> he's very clever, smart guy. Oh, CWP.
0: boy. All right. Well, we still have so much to talk about. It feels like Craig is getting ready to call in. Um, But before he does, I'll tell you all about Arizona's Family Sports because that is the place to watch the Phoenix Suns this season. You got to watch the first Arizona's Family Sports broadcast this past Saturday for the home opener, which is really awesome. They play handball. they do play again tomorrow. Um, but San Antonio. The next game you can watch on Arizona Family Sports is Thursday against the San Antonio Spurs at 7 p.m. You can see the game on Arizona's Family 3 TV and Arizona's Family Sports Channel 44. So if you already have your antenna for the Coyotes, you can watch the Suns just as easily. Wherever you live in Arizona, visit azfamily.com and click Suns Games for listing information for your area. It's a great resource to help you find your Phoenix Suns games on Arizona Family Sports. Normally, PD. Like a a post game, like last time, we would have said, Oh, we need an OG's after that one. Mm -hmm. This one, like, I need an OG's to come down later and maybe get to sleep Sleep tonight. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to need the sleep edition gummy gummy tonight. Um, But our friends at OG's are amazing. Um, And we have a really exciting thing to say about OG's. Um, So, you can head to zenleafdispensaries.com. Okay. Find your closest location. Okay. Order your favorite OGs gummy for pickup. I'm with you. Enter discount code PHNX at checkout.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, you'll get 25% off any OGs products. Shut the
2: front door. 25% off? Yes. That's a good deal.
0: That's better than our last promo code, by the way. So this deal yeah. is exclusive to our PHNX listeners. And as a reminder, it's available only for online pickup orders. Discount code PHNX is active until November 30th. So you have okay, a like full a month. month a full month to take advantage of this. And if you've okay. never had OGs... okay try them because you they're phenomenal that? yes i'll send you Thank yes. you. yeah um i know I'm you've been trying to go swing by the dispensary. Yeah, so zen leaf that. dispensaries that's got where it. you get this I'll um yeah but sleep Edition, H-N-X. microdose happy balance 25 indica sativa amazing flavors
2: sleep yep i'm in let's go
0: all right well it's time to bring in the one and only craig s morgan um uh, to the show when are we getting craig
1: escalator craig got a pipe behind me tonight a little pipe pipe action yeah, not a great shot. Not a great We're, shot. Might have to choose a different uh, suite next time. You
2: didn't have time to
1: to sort that out. No, no, no. I actually didn't give it any thought, buddy. Okay.
0: So, not, so Craig, last post game, you said that was the shortest post game availability ever. Probably one of the most awkward and uncomfortable. How is this in comparison?
1: Well, Patrick Brown and I were just walking up the stairs and he said, you know, when I asked a question about Michael Carcone, he said, congratulations on getting the longest Andre Tournier response ever. <laughs> and it was, it was long, we, but, but Andre was obviously in a good mood tonight. I, I started the post game by asking the, the interview session after Todd Walsh had finished, of course, because they, they, they ask a lot of questions for TV because of the rights holders. I asked him about that practice the morning after, which the players in the locker room that we spoke to Carcone and McBain described as simple. <laughs> Andre Andre Turney described it as the only practice in NHL history in which there were pucks, but no goals, because there were no shots. The, the goalies were perfect, because basically they practiced getting pucks out of zones and getting pucks into zones. Uh, he sent a message to him, obviously, with that practice-making comeback the next day after that LA collapse. They had Banfest, PD and I attended that. They had practice again the next day, and then they come out and play the Blackhawks I think he got the response that he needed. Obviously, they started a little slowly here, the Connor Verdard goal, and they were a little sloppy early, but they get that one goal, and then from there they were off to the races. This is what the Coyotes needed after that L.A. collapse. Things are back on track now, and they needed it also because they're going to have a very busy week. So we'll see how things go from here on out, but they got back on track tonight.
0: Pete, this is normally when you say something, so I turn to you, oh. and now it's just and silent. I was, tr-
2: I was trying to find something, and I can't find it on the, ca- on the computer, darn we're it. We're
0: not snapping it around like the Coyotes No, were they snap- were snapping it around.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, Craig, we were talking about Michael Carconi and, and the walking and talking bump, which we thought is real, but I was talking about their ability to get to the net. So was Andre happy with the effort tonight? I know when we talked to him this week, he said it wasn't about the effort. I'm not so sure. Was Boy. Was he happier tonight?
1: Oh yeah, he, he absolutely he was happy. Um like like I said, they they were a little sloppy and right. he thought he thought early on in this game the LA game had left some scars on their confidence. He didn't think they were playing as confidently and then the Bedard goal comes immediately and he thought that almost compounded it. That he thought the first goal was really important for the coyotes and then they started getting things going. Yeah, he liked their compete level, he liked their work level tonight. And and I hear what you're saying, Petey, because I had the same reaction when he said, uh ah, didn't really have much trouble with the effort. I thought they got outworked by LA for two and a half periods in that game. And I think it was pretty easy for everybody to see that. So they turned things around and, listen, I'm I'm, I'm a Chicago guy, but if you're gonna pick an opponent to get in a response game against, I'd probably pick the Blackhawks because, man, they just don't even bother defending the net. They, they don't bother defending the Royal Road. I don't know how many passes made their way across the seam, this is an atrocious defensive hockey team.
2: Yeah, and we talked about that too. Though, like the goaltender gets pulled, and he gave up seven on twenty-two. But honestly, like there were only a couple that were not yeah. really nice goals. I well, know there, had, there
0: were a few that he had no, no chance. chance. Yeah,
2: yeah. And to Craig's point, they weren't defending anything. Yeah, I, I felt bad. I felt bad. Well, not really, but <laughs> but but now here here's the concern though: is you don't want it's eight to one, and you've got to play again on Wednesday night. And you got to put this one behind you as much as you got to put the LA one behind you you have to put this one behind you too because you can't go into Anaheim going oh we're look at us we had eight to one you know I, I don't know if there's an eight to one game in a year. it's not gonna be an eight to one game against the ducks either so it's you know buckle up the bootstraps and get back at it before you play again Wednesday
1: I do think though you know when you look at the I, I, I hesitate to say this because you just never know in this league especially early, early in the season And the ducks are actually playing pretty well right now but at least they have some games where you can say, yeah, those are winnable games. I, yeah. know, I know it's a tough stretch here. They got a back to back, and then they play again Saturday, I believe. So it's, it's a tough week for them. But I think they can make some hay or Maybe, maybe even get a little bit over five hundred.
0: Craig, we kind of touched on this at the beginning of the show before you got here. But how bizarre is it that of all the forwards to get points tonight, Hayton, Schmaltz, and Keller were not among them?
1: Yeah, that's and I think uh, Keller and Schmaltz were like a minus one tonight. And and really, when you watch the game. You just didn't notice them, and that, that's for the second straight game, to be honest, because those guys didn't have any zone time in the L.A. game. So I'm not sure if that's a concern yet. I'm sure Chicago was focusing on taking that one line out. But, yeah, it's really weird to have the Coyotes explode for eight goals and not have either of those guys on the score sheet. And then you look at some of the contributions, like Liam O'Brien, whose goal I still don't think was a goal, by the way. But, you know, it's Liam O'Brien, so we're going to give it up for him. Uh, Jack McBain chips in. Michael Carconi, if you want to have Josh success Brown. in the NHL, Josh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Josh Brown, yes. If you want to have success in the NHL, you need secondary scoring. I mean, this was, oh, P is going to kill me for this term when I drop it, but I'm going to say it anyway. The Coyotes had tertiary scoring tonight.
0: <laughs> that <laughs> that seems like Tertiary. a a, char, a charter school. Oh, yeah. uh, I went to prep school. Prep school, there it is. <laughs> yeah.
2: Tertiary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> other guys scored. Can you, you say it. that? Other guys. Secondary
0: scored. Secondary scoring. Scored. Depth yeah, scoring. Some, some other
2: guys scored too. See? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's what we said at Bemidji High. Uh, I go, um, I it's it's a bummer school. though
0: because Keller and Schmaltz um, had four game point streaks going into tonight. So those and Michelli continues. So Michelli's on a five game point streak.
2: And it's funny because you you expect guys like that when when you it's almost like you know blood in the water for sharks when you see guys scoring points like that. Guys like Keller and Schmaltz are like, yeah, I want on the score sheet too. And Craig, I didn't get that feeling. I I I, I don't want, like Schmaltz had one shot. Hayden had one shot. You're like, eh... So the good news is they did have that secondary scoring. The bad news is I wanted to see those guys pitch in. So hopefully as the week continues you get to see that line. I mean, you need the secondary scoring, but that line has to has to drive the offense for this team.
1: Yeah. Yeah, agreed. And and listen, I again, it's just two games so I don't want to make a big deal out of it yet if they they go into a little slump here, you'll start to wonder about it. The other elephants in the room guys and and I know we're all thinking about it at this point he's he's putting up a lot of assists, but Yeah. When are we going to see that first Logan Cooley goal just to break the
0: ice? We thought we thought we might have had it on that car, the third car, goal. That's why there were no hats. Again, I feel so bad that there were no hats for him. But nobody in the arena like knew who, for sure who scored the goal. And they never showed the replay on the jumbotron, so nobody could you know throw a hat in after the fact. Um, but yeah, it's a bummer, especially when Bedard scores 28 seconds, and you're thinking, oh god, like. He has to score tonight. And l- luckily, the first goal of the night he had an assist on. So it kept them even. We actually have their season stats um compared that we can look at right here. Um so Bedard's played one more game than Cooley. He's played nine. Cooley's played eight. Um, but in Bedard's nine games, he has four goals, two assists for six points. And Cooley's eight games, he has zero goals, six assists for six points. Bedard's also averaging three extra minutes uh, more time on ice. Yeah, and that's
2: what, Bedard's your, their number one center, and he's the first guy over the boards all the time in every situation and and Cooley just isn't. I mean it's the heat yeah. Dayton Schmaltz Keller line there jumping over first. He's getting more power play time than he did early. And so I think that's helping get that up. I, I thought tonight, Craig, was the first time that it, that you go, okay, he's he's getting shot attempts. He's making an, a pl- offensive plays. I know I looked at the score sheet and I'm surprised he had one shot on net. Like I felt there was at least three or four, but he had six total attempts. So I guess they were just missing the net or blocked, but I felt it's coming. I felt he was closer today.
1: Yeah. And he's got to find the net. Listen, I'm sure it's not all that important to the people of this organization. I know it's important to Logan Cooley, but if he wants to stay in the Calder race, he can't, he can't be Matias Michele 2.0, right? It can't just be all assists. You got to, you has got got to score goals. Those are sexy. That's what people care about. And listen, let's let's be honest here. Connor Bedard has a head start on him anyway in the voting already because he's Connor Bedard and he's awful Canadian.
0: What does that have to do with it? Come on, oh, it
1: has a lot. To, it has a lot to do with it actually. When when, when it comes down to voting, as I found. As a PHWA member, but let's move on. <laughs>
2: Did you see all gases comment? Like, you talk about Jack McBain if you have a, a nine category fantasy where you're talking about wow, hits and fights yeah. and points? Like, he is a fend of penalty I'm minutes.
0: I'm gonna go see if he's available in my Yeah, lane. like,
2: he's a guy you could get late and he checks all the bo- Like, when you look at a guy that's active and you look at your stat line, what you don't wanna see is zeros. McBain doesn't have zeros anywhere. Like he's, he's yeah. a busy, busy
1: guy tonight.
0: <gasps> he's a free agent in my free league.
1: Agent. There you go. I'm sure you already yes. talked about the fact that he did this. You know, his dad was the last guy to do Yeah, He did. You know, in a double. Yeah. And that's, that's cool. And we asked him about that as well. Did he know um, that stat? He, somebody told him right, right. As he came off the ice and that's, that's when he found out. And he, he said he was going to talk to his dad right after the game. And I told him to uh, let his dad know that even though they both did it, Jack's stat line was better than his dad's. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. It was. I mean, it was had an impressive night. There were there were some impressive games tonight. And and before we move on from uh, Liam O'Brien, I should mention that as well. We already know that Andre Tourney loves Liam O'Brien from his days in Rouen, Um He just he just loves the way the guy approaches the game. He works at his game. He plays within the structure. He goes all out. Uh, I know there are some people who wonder sometimes. Why Liam O'Brien is in the lineup some nights? Andre Tourneur has such trust in this guy; he's going to be a regular. He's going to be a regular in this Coyotes lineup.
2: Well, and he brings something that nobody else brings. And I know O'Brien can fight, McBain can fight, but they don't play like Liam O'Brien does. He he just has a little bit of a different swagger when he's on the ice. And I Mm -hmm. I tell you what, the opponents know when he's out there. Because you yep. got to keep your head up on Liam because he's coming. He might end up with two minutes and sit in the penalty box, but he's you be aware. And, and I, I think that that little bit of sandpaper is something that that not, not only Andre Tourney likes, but but GM Bill Armstrong likes too. That that little bit of edge oh, yeah. that O'Brien brings. Yep.
0: So one thing we already talked about is there's now a four-way tie for goals on this team between Keller McBain, Dursey, um, and. Carconi. Carconi. Um but one thing we didn't mention with Sean Dersey's goal tonight, because I feel like the guys who only scored one goal are getting yeah, lost. They only got one. It's like, oh, they <laughs> only had one. We don't need to talk about them. But Sean Dersey, um, his fourth of the season again, he's a defenseman, and his goal tonight ties the NHL goal goal scoring for among defensemen. So wow. he's now tied with NHL defensemen for most goals.
1: So yeah, Drew long. Dowdy and Jacob Jacron, the vampire.
0: <laughs> the vampire <laughs> um but just very impressive very impressive for jersey continues to find offense um it's yeah it's, it's really great to see i feel like we're seeing what we want to see from john Dersey. so yeah
1: great yeah no question
2: well, and, and you know what he—he he, not only you provide the opposition, he's got a very, very good shot. Like, and it's not—not not necessarily the hardest shot, but he—he he has got accuracy from the point. He waits for the traffic there, and he can pick spots. Um, but he distributes the puck extremely well. And on the power play, I—we I, didn't see the power play zipping it around like they had in some other games. I know they were one for four, but—but um, but this was a huge pickup for this team because an offense def- defenseman is something since Chikrin left. They needed to fill that hole, and Dursey is doing it in space. Yep.
0: Um, all right, Craig. Is there anything else from the game specifically you want to talk about while you're here? Are you ready to move no. on?
1: Yeah, let's move on. I think I know where you're going. Yeah. Here. yeah but,
0: um yeah. So we want to we want to talk about the reason that Pete and I actually had to listen to half of the third period yeah. on the radio, um, which is that we stayed a little bit extra because tonight was Rich Nairn's last game working. Um, with the Arizona Coyotes after a 27 year career um, with the team as the executive vice president of communications and broadcasting. I'll throw it to you guys because you've known him for a really, really long time. Obviously, Craig and I talked about this a little bit in Australia when we found out um, that he would be stepping down from his role. But
1: yeah, I mean, I I think I said my piece. I think I said my piece from Australia. That was a a pretty long recorded piece and that's I I said everything that I feel about Rich. he's, he's a true pro um I, I I can't even imagine this place PD, without him and I know you're close friends with him as well I can't even imagine coming to a Coyotes practicing game and not seeing Richie there and he's just he's a staple and and he's been so important to my career I was a really young guy he helped shepherd me helped me learn the ropes he was very young at the time too man if you saw some of the photos that they brought in tonight it was crazy to look at how much we've all aged. It's kind of depressing, actually. There was- but-
0: PD had very long hair yeah, in had, one I of the
1: photos. Yeah, I one of mine looked really good, too. Um, <laughs> it, you know what? I, I, I didn't see that one.
2: So, it, and I, I don't recall which show it was when you were in Australia, but but I we, we'll have to dig that up, and we need to, to tweet that tomorrow again that just let people know where to find that, because that summed up how important Rich is to this organization and what's happened here over the past three decades. Um it's he's been through so much just like coyote fans have been up and down for what rich is the guy that's got to put out the press releases on those ups and downs. And he's the one <laughs> yes. that's got to be in the board meetings on those ups right. and downs. And, and, and I, you know, it's not all sunshine and roses working in professional sports and sometimes you've, you have to deal with difficult situations and he is, he's done it with grace and style. And I tell you what, he is extremely well liked across the North American hockey and through Canada and the U S he's, he is going to be missed. I, I can't imagine going to the rink and not seeing him in the back row um it, it's it's different and i know from his perspective he's, he's going to take some time he's going to focus on his family we saw his kids and his wife at the game tonight and he gets the chance to to enjoy them and watch them grow up and i know all of us that are involved in sports you miss things you know craig's kids miss things my son missed things I am so grateful for rich and his family that he's getting a chance to step away on his terms and spend time with his family. So whatever he does, if he will be successful, even if it's just being a dad and taking his kids to soccer practice. So I I wish him all the best and I can't wait to to sit down and have a cup of coffee with him again.
1: Yeah. And I don't want to like, I don't want to analyze this too much, but I I wonder sometimes if Rich knows is true or I think he's going about to find that out in the in the professional world. I think he'll be able to write his own ticket a lot of places because he has an incredible resume, uh, so many experiences. And as we know, Petey, and I said this in Australia as well, half the job for Rich Nairn, and, and it's it's not a normal job when you when you handle this role for the Coyotes. Half of it's damage control, and he's done it as you said with grace, and he's somehow managed to just buoy the spirits of the staff through all the crap that they've had to deal with in this organization. So really, really going to miss Richie Nairn.
2: Yeah, I know I'm laughing here, but I've just, in in my mind, I'm rolling through movies of Rich Nairn stories and whatever you do. <laughs> by, by the way, don't ever ask him to tell you a story because uh, pack a lunch because you're, <laughs> you're buckled in like, no, 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 and, no, 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 no. Let me tell you, no, Rich, I know that part. I was, I literally was there, Rich. No, 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 but let me tell you. Oh, my God. We got a picture on the wall. What? You didn't see it, Craig. There's a picture of Rick Bronstein, the old travel guy, and he's sitting in a chair. I should have pointed it out to you. He's sitting in a chair and he's putting his hand in his head. And Rich has got a phone in his face <laughs> trying to tell him a story going, Rich, I know I was there.
1: And he goes, no, no, no.
0: no.
2: <laughs> oh, he'll, he'll be uh, missed. Good. Thank you. Well, congratulations, Rich, and we wish you the best.
1: Yeah. And listen, at some point, at some point, I'm going to. We're going to drag yes. Rich onto this show. We got to get Agreed. him in just to tell stories, just to tell stories. Agreed. So we'll get him in the studio at some point.
2: Yep,
0: absolutely. Um, and all I'll say is thank you, Rich, for everything in my couple of short years in this space. Yeah, he's he, nothing. He, but I tell you what, for you, kind.
2: He was great yep. to you. Yep. Happy learn the roles.
0: Yep. So thank you, Rich, and uh, congratulations and good luck on your next steps. Um, Craig, you have your mailbag coming tomorrow. Phnx.com. I thought that's a Monday
1: thing. yeah Wait, I do it whenever I want, Petey. <laughs> I don't know, if you you know how you this have, works. You here. have no. That, that's typical. I think no you're rules. just thinking
0: about Mailbag Monday because Mailbag yeah. Monday is a thing, but like, yeah, it's not a for thing Craig.
2: for the Diamondbacks.
0: Yeah. So,
1: and that's what people can look forward to on the show tomorrow, Leah. We're gonna yep. pick some of the questions, like we always do. Do you know what's Halloween? We have, yeah, we might have a Halloween segment, Petey. You're gonna have to send photos. It's Halloween. You're gonna have to send photos. Yeah, yeah, the completed yard. We're gonna have to yep. see what it looks like. Halloween and. And by the way, when do they judge? When does it they' The, the, H- the, H- the judge?
2: judging, we, I, we, I don't know. It has already taken place. I just, usually, my, my wife's on top of it, but we had some things, and so she couldn't. Um, I don't know, but that'll it, be awarded tomorrow. So we'll see. I, I'm all, Hopefully you know before the set. show. I, I will be in my driveway watching the World Series. Please don't ring my doorbell, because... I don't talk to kids. Don't come close to me. We put the candy. We, we, can we talk about this real brief? I put the candy on the sidewalk. Like, do you have the sidewalk? I sit at my garage with the beer. I will have the World Series on and stay the hell away from me. So I don't want to get up and down, up and down. So I just sit in the chair and there's a, a, a thing with candy and a light and it says grab some. And just I'm there to supervise the grabbing so there's not oh. egregious grabbing but I don't want to look again. Oh, your costume's cute. Bullshit. Uh, no, who cares? You're eight. <laughs> like, what are
0: you? Who cares? Okay, the oh funny thing God. is we're all laughing, but he's had this rant every year. This is the yeah, third year true. I've heard this but exact rant. This is the third year. Like we
2: can And just- they have to make small talk with their parents? Like, HK, I don't know oh. you and you live in my neighborhood. If I knew oh, you, you, I'd would,
1: care. You would hate being at my house then because my wife Sorry. has this bizarre contradiction of Scaring the hell out of the kids as they come through the courtyard, and you'll see that on video tomorrow. And then doing exactly what you're talking about, talking to the parents, talking to the kids, and I'm just like, just let them go. And I, you know, I like it. I like looking at the kids' costumes, but I don't want to have a 20 minute conversation with every. See the video
2: tomorrow, Craig. If if you're like I'm under 10 years old, I wouldn't go near their house. It's horrific. (laughs) It's terrifying. (laughs) Like, what is she thinking? Like most trick or treaters are between five and
1: nine. I wouldn't even so let my nine year old go
2: there. Terrifying.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're thinking as a parent, you walk up to my house and you're thinking, "What's wrong with these people? What is wrong with these people? They must hate kids." Exactly. Oh, yeah. no, I'm kidding. It's all fun. <gasps> all
0: right, we'll anyway. get into this more tomorrow, um, Craig. Right. We'll see you. We'll see you then, and uh, have a good night.
1: All right, guys, see you.
0: All right, bye, Craig. Good lord. I've heard this exactly right. I, know, I, can, I can't, like, can't help it. I can.
2: That's my kill, man. And it's true. It's, it's not it's like it's true.
0: I believe you. I believe you. Oh, boy. But uh, you can't
2: turn the lights out because then people egg your house. Right.
0: You read your house egg? No. I did. Surprised? Right. No. I can't imagine why <laughs> I <laughs> Exactly.
2: <laughs> A surprise oh, yeah, to no one.
0: oh boy oh my god i don't even know how to transition out of that um yesterday sunday was the first ever cardinals watch party at gila river oh yeah um and i heard it was an unbelievable success it's an amazing amazing place um and you can hang out for every home game um which is really fun at gila river resorts and casinos wild horse pass so we'll be out there
2: We for every home game
0: yeah so it's really really cool Stop by next time. Um, and while you're at it, while you're looking up Gila River, you can check out their Big Red Showdown. Um, You can win a million dollars. A million dollars? A million dollar Big Red Showdown. So visit GilaMillionDollarShowdown.com Gila, to get in on the action. And for more information on Gila River Resorts and Casinos and all they have to offer, head to play at Gila.com. I don't know about you, Petey. I feel good. You do you. Do you do you. <laughs> I, got, oh, if I, I mean,
2: Leah, I, I like it here so much at PHNX. If I won a million bucks, I I'd still show up. I know. It's a true story. If
0: you won the million dollars yes. and you quit, yeah. would you send us some Four Peaks beer?
2: Buddy. Boy, howdy. I think
0: you can buy us a I lot would. of beer.
2: Uh, yeah, and I would get on Max and have that fridge full, too. Max is,
0: Derek is...
2: The, the, yeah, Derek. the Diamondbacks <laughs> and the um I, I, and it Rising...
0: No, that's just Max and just his Max. friends. They're wrestling. Why are the D backs? Why is Derek still here? Because, I don't know, it's because so the D backs they need to they be here leave. as long as possible on the night of the post games. Okay. Anyway, um, four peaks. Four peaks. I've been Love loving the pumpkin peaks. porter, especially in October. Um, for you and your driveway tomorrow, pumpkin porter is probably the beer. Oh, I, I know you're not a big great. porter person, no, but I usually
2: go. Uh, kill it's usually wild and lift. Yeah but but Um, i could do pumpkin yeah
0: pumpkin porter it's great and if you haven't been to four peaks during this time of year it's a great place to go you can visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events Steinholding oktoberfest and haunted brewery tours are right around the corner you can check out at four peaks brew brew, or (laughs) boo (laughs) okay or or at four peaks pub to keep up with the latest at arizona's hometown brewery you must be 21 or older to drink four peaks please drink responsibly.
2: responsibly there
0: you go okay we have something new I hope people are still here because.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and this is this is I, if it is what I think it is. It is. is it, it is. This is going to be much better on YouTube.
0: Yes. Yeah, so if you're listening on, we don't know where this pause. came from. We don't
2: even know who this is. Yes.
0: Yeah, so we talk about mullet magic all the time. Yes. Last year we talked about mullet magic, um, and we saw it tonight. We really we did. did.
2: We saw mullet magic. That was mullet magic.
0: That was mullet magic. But there might be a little more to mullet, mullet yes. magic than we even know. So let's take a look. I'm Leah Merrill with PHNX The Coyotes win another home game. It's time for some mullet magic.
2: It's a time for some more magic. We look at the dice and we say the magic words. Embraer Carconey! Whoa! It's mullet magic.
0: Join the PHNX post-game show after every coyote's game and see the mullet magician after every coyote's home win. I'm Leah and this is PHNX.
2: I... What a handsome The mullet
0: man. magician. The who is mullet, he? The
2: mass mullet magician. We must un- Don't uncover know it is. who it is. Don't know who it is. Can't tell.
0: And I love that it was Carconi. Aber- Aber- what are the odds? Who knew? Oh who my goodness. Knew? So, so good news for everybody. After every yes. home win, the mullet magician will unveil a new trick.
2: More More tricks? Um, I, I, maybe we can unmask this character. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, if anybody can I don't miss know who he
0: possibly could miss be. Miss Marble
2: Murder, she wrote. Can't figure this one out. I mean.
0: <sighs> that, that wasn't Petey Lucas. We oh, don't know it, who it that was. was. he <laughs> had a mask
2: on. It's like Superman and Clark Kent. You can't tell. <laughs> Take off the glasses.
0: Oh, my goodness. But, but, but,
2: but mullet, mullet magic is real. It is. That's all I'll say.
0: Even if half the crowd is Black Hawk fans. Yeah, doesn't
2: matter. It's doesn't real. Doesn't matter. Still so real. real.
0: Oh my god So they're two and
2: one at home now, right? Yes. Yes, two and one.
0: Two and one at home. Winning yep. record. Um they really needed this. They have two no, they have how many more? They have yeah, two, two more, more home games this week. Yeah. They, so actually, let's look at the upcoming let's schedule. Why do I need to put myself through this? Let's look at the upcoming schedule. Um, they head to Anaheim tomorrow after practice um, for Wednesday's game against the Ducks. Again, like Craig mentioned, winnable game. Anaheim, they have been playing well. They beat Pittsburgh tonight. Um, but they're headed to Anaheim and then they're back home at Mullet Thursday. The Canadians are in town, another kind of struggling team. And then Saturday, it's a matinee against the Winnipeg Jets. A one o'clock game um, yeah. before. And then they're home all weekend, which is great, before taking on Seattle the following Tuesday. And,
2: and for the first time, we can say this, those games, there's some winnable games here. I think the Anaheim game, they've, they've competed extremely well against that team in preseason and in regular season. Montreal, and I, I, same thing I said about Chicago. Montreal's here. And, and they're off for several days. And it's. I'm telling you what, you live in Montreal and you've been to Montreal. Mm-hmm. It's a little chillier there mm-hmm. than it is here right now. You get here and it's 75, 80 degrees just, and it's just hard.
0: Like the Blackhawks. Uh...
2: It's hard to not do things and get out of your hotel and it's hard to stay focused on hockey. I'm just telling you, that Montreal game, that's a tough game for the Montreal Canadiens. I know the Coyotes are coming out of back-to-back on the West Coast, so it's going to be a late night. Um, they'll take them following morning off. I like that game. I, I think they can eat, I think they can get two wins there. Winnipeg's a good team. Winnipeg's a good team. Rick Bonus is going to have that team focused on, on that Saturday afternoon game. That's going to be a tough game, that matinee game. But Seattle's another team that that wowed in the playoffs last year. That they're not off they're to shuggling. the start. They and were and then St. For.
0: Louis later in the week. And the Cavs dominated St. Louis earlier this year. So
2: I, we're not going to check in on the standings today. But when they get through those set of games, so that's five games. They get through that five game set. Now we're talking. We're at 13, 14 games. Yeah, we're gonna take a peek at the schedule. And once you get to twenty games, it's it's for real. Like this, this could be an interesting year. And I know when they got beat in the home game the other day, I'm like oh, this team can't make the playoffs. Oh, right after
0: we did a whole show about whether or not they yeah, can make the, the playoffs,
2: the, it is possible they can make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, it should be interesting. Um, Ash said Cooley owns the Ducks' first goal inbound. Chat, I'm really curious, looking at the upcoming schedule, Ducks, Canadians, um, Jets, Seattle, Seattle. and St. Louis, which of those games do you think Logan Cooley could get his first NHL goal in? Because at this point, I thought it would have already happened. Like, I would have said the first week of the season. Yes. We're past that point, so I'm curious what everybody thinks. So yes. drop in the chat um, when you Can I think, talk to the chat again? Yes, you may. So, look,
2: like, and again, if you don't like, I'm. there are a lot of people that don't like me. I know, again, big surprise face. But there's people that dislike me. But we have two thumbs down. So <laughs> would you please? Yeah, no, but, you're but, very but upset about The first them. one started with the music. Like, do they not like our music? <laughs> Like we we didn't even started yet. The countdown
0: was going the countdown in. Was thumb- going in and by the side. way, like what we can see here, when we get a thumbs up, it's like a little emoji on the screen. Yes. And when there's a thumbs down, it's a little thing and it pops out. So we see it. Yes. So we see the thumbs up and they make us very happy. It makes us happy. So we would appreciate if yeah. you could give us a thumbs Hashtag up. Hashtag diehards. Yes. Um anyway, okay. let us know Sorry. again in the chat. Um Coyote's Duck said Habs. Charles says I think he does it in Anaheim um joel says let's talk about the offs more pd walking and talking also let us know who you uh, want to see on the next walking and talking in the chat as
2: well so yeah we got to find out who's next
0: the only thing is you did walk and talk with kraus before the season and yeah. he's kind of had a cold start and so I maybe t- only it only applies in, se-
2: in season you should maybe. do yeah
0: maybe you should do coolie
2: again maybe we should do coolie again
0: um but that because that was the summer that was before he that was committed summer. to yeah i hadn't even here. signed yet yeah uh a says ducks That's all that's so far. Nick said, "Drop a like, thank you." Um, Ducks, if not Montreal, I'd love it to be Anaheim, but our goalies are pretty dialed in lately. Oh, Caddy's Ducks is a Ducks fan. I think. Uh, Anywho, very very interesting. Yeah, Montreal's been good.
2: Hopefully, it comes this week. I really want it. They got a big overtime win in Boston.
0: Anaheim in Boston. Anaheim has been winning some crazy games. Um, who is a good stylistic goalie matchup for Cooley? I, to get his first
2: I thought it would have been tonight against Soderbloom. I thought yeah. that was a really good matchup. <laughs> Everybody else I, scored I, against Gibson, him. Sorry, Gibson's, buddy. Yeah, the Anaheim's goalie. I try to think who they got on. Yeah, Hellebeck's not a good matchup for, for no. Logan Cooley in his first
0: one ever. So. No. Nick said we'll walking see. and talking with, with Hayden. Hayden. Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, that'd be fun. I'll throw it out there and see who wants to go on. Well, just say, listen,
0: I walked and talked with Carconi and he scored a hat trick and had an assist. Who's who's next? And they're going to be they're going to be knocking on your door. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Um, We need
2: We need somebody to let Carconi know that it's it's a little walking and talking bump.
0: And we need to let Carconi know that people did try to throw their hats. Like Roaring Fork, who in this 499 Super Chat said, I actually threw my hat for Carconi's hat, even it landed in the scores table. My most epic failure ever. I'm no! I appreciate buddy, the effort.
2: The, the farthest row is 13 <laughs> rows, Roaring Fork. Like, it's not like it's three-tiered stadium. <laughs> buddy, it's mullet.
0: <laughs> oh my. Oy, oy, oy. McBain walking and talking would be fun. Oh, I feel like it'd be cool to I mean, learn yeah. more about That'd him. Be good. I don't really know a lot about him. I don't either. So Yeah, maybe. That could be fun. Mm. Um, well, let's round it out by looking at the punch card because we're you know, we felt yes. bad the other day. I'm feeling a lot better. Um four and four feels a lot better yes. than what was it before? What's Oh,
2: Gibson got hurt in Pittsburgh. <laughs> it's, it's coming. Four
0: and three. Three oh, and four. Three and four. I was like, How's was that meme of the the math going you, by that girl's head.
2: It's what's wrong? It's four and four.
0: I said, "What was it before?" It was four and four. <laughs> I couldn't think
1: of couldn't it. Couldn't
2: think of three, four. three no,
1: and
0: four.
2: Couldn't think of that. That's That U of A education coming through again. <laughs> Bear down. And we're we're almost finished with our first row of
0: nine. Yes, only one more, and then we have a whole row done. Yeah. Can we call
2: Sean De <laughs> and ask him why nine and not ten?
0: Yes. Okay. You can.
2: can. When are we going to announce what Shonda Paws is doing? This week. Are, that's what we've, uh, for sure?
0: No, uh, we think.
2: We think. We think this week.
0: <laughs> Punch guard pattern. Charles is the king of this. Two wins, two losses.
2: There you go. Hmm. So, yeah.
0: And Coyote's Ducks wants to see Dursey on walking and talking.
2: Ooh. I, we talked to Jersey. We've interviewed Jersey. He's, he's in extremely
0: he, charismatic. He wants to be talk, good. Yeah. but he wants in. Yeah, <laughs> he for sure would. It's yeah. funny because you almost walked and talked with him the other day on and accident, then, and then in the last minute you were like, "No, I'm going to do Carcon." Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, it was both of yeah. them. We had them both teed up. Yeah, and I did Carcon. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. And if you haven't watched it, watch it because, and it's it, it is because I think that particular walk in and talk. it was amazing. So many guys got involved and bombed and you really start to see personalities on that and i think that you get a look behind the curtain yep. so if you haven't to jump onto the youtube and check it out i know we reposted it about 10 times tonight so
0: <laughs> absolutely um well next time pd walks and talks you can know that on BetMGM, you should take that person as yes. any time point in the following Agreed. game, um, because this—it's just science. That's just how it works. So you can win some money over at BetMGM if you bet the over in tonight's game. If you bet the Coyotes money line or puck line, you would have won yourself some coin over at BetMGM. And if you haven't signed up yet, you can do so using the bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM sportsbook wager through the BetMGM sportsbook mobile application of at least ten dollars, and you receive two hundred dollars instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wagers. Outcome. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer.
2: Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred GAMBLER. Colorado, D. C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call eight seven seven eight HOPE and Y or text HOPE and Y four six seven three six nine. New York. Call one eight hundred three two seven five zero five zero. Massachusetts. Twenty one plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call one eight hundred NEXT STEP. Arizona. One eight hundred BETS OFF. Iowa. One eight hundred two seven zero seven one one seven for confidential help. Michigan. One 23 Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit for terms and conditions. U. S. promotional offers not available
1: in D. C., New York or ontario
0: all right last thing um what a time to become a diehard there's a lot of excitement around the coyotes right now i think we're still trying to figure out what kind of team they're going to be um but either way we talk hockey all day every day in our discord so if you haven't become a diehard yes join our discord it's a lot of fun if you're in a diehard thinking i need to get in the discord just go on your diehard profile on the website and they'll Click on the Member Lounge and you can join our our Discord there. Um, but Becoming a Diehard also gets you 20% off merchandise, such as the 92C shirt, the, uh, the Logan Cooley shirt. We'll just say it for what it is. And if, I think if the more people who buy the shirt, the closer he'll get to scoring gold, just saying. Agreed. Um, and if you order, mine's on the way. I got the shipping notification that it's on they the way. They were supposed to
2: ship till November 6th.
0: Well, I got a thing. It's on the way today Fire. i don't know if that's true or not but i don't know i got the notification Maybe just um you. so you can get that 20 off or if you're not a diehard you can claim that as your free shirt when you sign up because you get yes. a free shirt or hat every year at sign up um as well as access to diehard only content on the site such as craig's mailbag which comes tomorrow. tomorrow not monday no, not Monday. Tomorrow. It comes tomorrow. It's for diehards only, as well as his prospect reports and some other things as well. So it's extremely worth it to become a diehard. It pays for itself pretty much in the first yeah. like week. Um so And we
2: drop that we drop.
0: We drop nuggets. Nuggets. You can ask Petey, who is literally an NHL coach, anything and he'll yep. answer. Um he's done like special drawings yep. for just the discord we it's, gotta do it's another really one great. of those
2: soon we gotta do one in october i didn't do it in september yeah we
0: need busy. to do another we'll diehard hangout we'll yep. definitely plan one so okay. absolutely um so just a lot of a lot of reasons to become a diehard we hope you join the family um and join us at all of our phnx cardinals home and away watch parties Fantastic. we have this sunday at bet mgm for the away home the following week is at halo river wild horse pass so just know anytime there's a home or away game we have an event for cardinals good thing so, it's check the show notes for more details on that. Um, but that's going to do it for us. Felt good. Felt yeah, it, good did. To talk it, it, about- it
2: did. You know what? Andre Tourney put this team to task over the weekend. He had two practices on days that they thought were going to get off. They worked extremely hard um, and they played the right team at the right time. And, and I think that helped get them back on track. Now, the interesting thing is going to be see how they fill out the week. You take it on Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. It's, Winnipeg's a tough game. You got the back-to-backs. Um, let's see if they can carry this momentum in for the remainder of the week. And then I think we'll, get it, we'll start to get an idea of what this team really is because I don't know if we know yet because they've been so up and down. So hopefully by – and then they can continue this, and then this is the Coyotes team that we're going to see over the rest of the season.
0: I just have one more nugget that okay. I just found oh, cool. before we wrap up. Fewest goals before first hat trick in Coyotes-Jets history – Michael Carconi comes in at 7th.
2: There's more? that
0: Yeah, Peter people. Mueller had one goal. One goal. Michael had Gunting, Munting had two. Timo Solani had two. Stu Barnes, Stu Barnes had two. Old-timey. David Winnipeg. Christian had three. Winnipeg. Dale Hauerchuk had four. Winnipeg. And Carconey had seven.
2: So if you go two Coyotes, that would be Mueller,
0: Bunting, Bunting Carconey. So, wow. Crazy. I love I love those long nuggets
2: that's a great nugget
0: great nugget thank you NHL for that one thank you um well we appreciate you all for watching sincerely again if you oh we just see we just all like and it just made us so happy um so continue to hit the like button and if you're listening on audio if you prefer to listen on audio totally understand absolutely um subscribe leave us a review there I like going and reading the reviews leave us a five-star review it helps Boost us does. so we can reach more coyote space. Yes, it does. That's all we want to do is. And Roaring Fork ETA,
2: it says I, I looked into it today it was shipping November sixth. So
0: John's new job is at the L City shirt factory doing <laughs> <new shirts. laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's, That's a great guess, it, yeah. blatantly. Great guess, but um but, no. but wrong.
0: Um, we'll be live tomorrow at 2 p.m. Again, our non-game day showtime is now 2 p.m. Arizona time. So we'll be live um, diving deeper into some of those mailbag questions and probably having more Halloween debates. Craig and I may or may not dress up, so you'll have to tune in to find out. Um, and be sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell so you never miss when we go live. And you can follow us on Twitter at Hockey. I'm at Leah Merrill. Craig's at Craig S. Morgan. Danielle's at Danielle. <laughs> and you can follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Enjoy the rest of your night, everybody. Enjoy this win, and we'll see everybody tomorrow at 2 p.m.